What's up, Internet? You're listening to the Makings Podcast, a podcast for makers, families, and geeks. Hey, gentlemen. What's up? Hey. Exciting night tonight. It is. We didn't record last week, right? Correct. Yep. No. Okay, so it's been two weeks. All right. Um, hey, what's up? How are you guys doing? What you been up to this week? You mean the last two weeks? Yeah, last two <laughs> weeks. Yeah. There's a probably a little bit of commotion on my end. I'm sorry. If you, <laughs> if you hear the kiddos... In the background, we had uh, we had an evening, for sure. I guess I can uh, uh, start it off. Uh, so a little preface. Um, a couple days ago, uh, my daughter and I went to the SPCA, uh, which isn't uncommon for us. Uh, her and I will will go to like PetSmart or Petco or SPCA or SPCA or the Humane Society every now and then, as kind of like a little date idea, and we'll play with cut puppies and kittens and get our fix, you know, and then come back home, have a snack, take a nap, that kind of thing. Um, but a couple of days ago, uh, I woke up and my wife uh, just kind of made this comment that she thinks she's ready for a dog, partly because um, I had had this experience in North Carolina uh, with this husky that I absolutely adore. And her parents have a husky that she absolutely adores. And so we got to talking about huskies and dogs. And she's like, you know, I think I'm ready to to look. And so I was like, okay, well, Emmeline and I can go to the SPCA. And we did. And it just so happened that um, that the day before the day before that day, uh, they had uh, a, a huge truck. Uh, shipment come into the SPCA because there was a puppy mill that had gotten shut down. Um, puppy mills are kind of a, a big problem here in Oklahoma uh, because it's uh, puppies are big business and a lot of them are not very good. Uh, and so one of them uh, got shut down. And so all the, all the puppies and all the dogs and everything got brought into the SPCA and my daughter and I went and, uh, and the first dog they brought out was this little, seven-week-old, eight-week-old uh, runt of the litter corgi that was tiny and super cute and just adorable. And my daughter instantly fell in love. Just saw it, and it ran up to her, like, did the whole puppy, like, climbing and yipping and, like, licking her face, all that kind of stuff. So cute. And so she called my, she called my wife, and in my head I'm thinking... She's never like, this isn't going to happen. We've done this a thousand times before. She's going to say no. Like, we're just going to do this. And then we're going to go home, have a snack, take a nap. Like we do every time. Surprise, uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, my wife is like, um, yeah, okay, we can do this. And so uh, I filled out a form and they handed me the puppy and said, you know, have a good day. And we brought puppy home. And so the last five days have been filled with just the biggest fights <laughs> between all of my kids over the attention of this tiny little three pound corgi puppy. Um, so it's it's been it's been fun. I, I posted on social media, Wes, I love your response because I posted the picture of this puppy that we got and he, he like within a minute, he's like, that's not husky. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's true. That's not asking. But this evening, um, right as we were doing dinner and getting ready for, for me to do podcast, um, 
puppy apparently found my daughter's fishing pole that she had busted out um, to to go fishing in the river because it's that time of year again and uh, knocked it over and got a hook in her neck and dragged the fishing pole around the living room yipping in pain like crazy and so we had cut the line and ran her to the ran her to the vet so that they could put her under cut the hook out because it it embedded in her neck because it was dull because it'd been sitting in <laughs> in a shed for half a year so interesting busy evening which is why we're late this evening sorry i apologize that's my week how have you guys been man mm. Uh, well, since you left, uh, my 3D printer that we used a good amount while you were here decided to crap the bed, like the literal bed. Um, the, the heater on the hot end uh, broke, basically, the wire going to it. And so I basically had to rebuild the whole hot end. I bought a new thermistor. I bought a new um, like hot end, like the little aluminum block that the nozzle screws into. I bought a new nozzle. I, I tried to buy everything in case I broke something in the disassembly of just the heater part, and I was just going to replace all of it for, for the most part. Um, and so I, I get the thing, and I replace almost all of it, and I get to the very last step, and I needed a, like a pair of crimpers for this electrical connection that I didn't have, and I had to buy like a $20 kit from Amazon with the crimper, and it had like a little box of all these assorted ends, and... I only needed two of them, and it came with a thousand of them. <laughs> and so it was like so ridiculous. I'm pulling two little tiny things out, and it's just like this gigantic box of stuff I'm never going to use. So I finally got all that, and after a week of assembling and waiting and assembling and waiting, and I think that happened three times, like regardless of how many times I tried to plan ahead and like get everything at once, it, it never fails. And I got it up and running, uh, so that's why it's... You can't see it behind. It's kind of like right here off camera a little bit. My Bruce is right there. And it did you a test moved it from the game room. Yeah, so I could have it uh, here because I was cranking on it on the bench trying to get everything disassembled and not losing any screws and all that sort of thing. So got it apart and back together again. And uh, so that was fun. And then I've got, a, uh, I've got an adapter in stock that lets me hook up my old consoles to HDMI. Uh, and it was a, it's an adapter called a RetroTink, which it also does upscaling for um, HD quality graphics from like an old, you know, AV source like a Super Nintendo or NES or N64. And I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, it was 300 bucks, so it's kind of not cheap, uh, but it works surprisingly well. The the image is so crisp that it looks like it's an emulated game on a PC, like the Pixel like fidelity wow but it yeah it's pretty impressive um it's got like tons of different modes and presets so you can like cycle through like it has different like interlacing options and all kinds of techno babble that sound like you're reading off a script from like star trek or something describing all the features that it has and it can do uh so i'm in the process of wiring that up which is a whole other uh conversation because it you just have to see the video uh, it takes it's crazy, like the stuff you have to jump, the hoops you have to jump through in order to get some of this old stuff to work on modern equipment is kind of ridiculous. And uh, but I got that working. I was able to test some stuff last night. There's like zero lag that I can perceive, which is like the reason it costs three hundred dollars versus buying like a twenty dollar adapter on Amazon. You can get like one of these that I'm holding up here, 
on camera that have like a little AV jacks, the the yellow, white, and red, and then has HDMI on the out, outside or output side. And they work great as long as you don't have to like play something on it. If it's just like transferring like VHS form, like data into something you can record on the computer, it works perfectly for that. But if you're trying to play a game system, there's like almost a second of lag between a button press and what you see it on the screen because it, it's not very like high speed anything. It doesn't upscale anything either. So your image is like really small unless you actually stretch the window up. So uh, if you're into retro gaming, look up RetroTink. It's pretty popular. Got a lot of reviews. I had to read a lot of read and watch a lot of videos to make sure I'm getting the right thing because there's a lot of varying copycats and clones and other things that say they do the same thing but do it like only a quarter as good. And so, yeah, we'll see how that works. When you guys come out here, we'll have to play it for sure to make it all this effort not in vain. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, this last weekend, my uh, my brother-in-law came over and we did a photo shoot talking about dogs. Uh, did a photo shoot of my dog, who's now 14. And it was kind of a an interesting and almost bittersweet photo shoot um, in a way. Uh, she's she's getting up there. Her legs are starting to get it, uh, go out. Um, sometimes they just kind of go lame. And it was, it was interesting. She's never been a, a very uh, aggressive dog. She's always been kind of a little bit mellow. And so we haven't had her in a lot of other, like, different situations. We take her for walks around the neighborhood, but that's about it. So when we brought her on, I guess we could call it the set, to take the pictures, she was shivering because she didn't know what she was going on, like, like really nervous. And I had to stay there with her, like, most of the time, just kind of, kind of keep her calm. And uh, luckily enough, he's using a good enough camera with a fast enough shutter speed that, you know, you're not going to get any blur from all the shivering. Um, but, yeah, it was got some beautiful. That's funny, but not funny at the same time. Yeah, so. it is. Got some beautiful pictures out of it, but it was it, it was interesting. You know, She's having trouble sitting up now, too, because of her hind legs, where the hind legs sit when a dog sits. She has trouble, like, pushing up from that position. And I think, I don't know if it's her, it's probably just her hind, her, her back end probably is not very comfortable sitting down on that position. So it's really hard for her to sit straight. Um, some of the pictures that he'll probably release, uh, she's kind of off to the side a little bit or just kind of like down in her bed most of the time. But it was, um, it was cool because now we'll have those pictures basically for forever. Um, uh, on the other side of things, uh, we just my wife and I just finished up an order of like 50 tumblers uh, from our school district. Um, I have all the footage finally done for my latest video. I just have to edit the rest, like the last half of it. Um, it was supposed to be out four days ago, so I'm behind like usual. And I spring break next week, so I'll finally get some, some downtime and hopefully some time in the shop because I have two commissions I have to do that I have not started on yet. And yeah, I guess there's that. What are we talking about tonight? Uh, a little bit of potpourri, a little bit of geeky trivia. So I, I just wanted to turn the tables a little bit on this impromptu uh, trivia session, because it's usually Donovan that's asking the questions around here. And we never really get to test his knowledge of the things. True. So it only felt fair. <laughs> and this is not as well organized and rehearsed as the Donovan uh, game show. But uh, I'm somewhat inspired by a outing that I had with my wife and uh, another couple and Nicole and Terry from Win Geeks Craft. We all six went to a trivia night at a... Um, brewery a couple weeks ago and we destroyed them it was it was pretty pretty awesome actually um we there was three main rounds 
and we led each round and after each round our margin grew wider now is this just you and your wife together or the six of you together as a team the six of us was one team oh cool yeah and that was the max number of people you could have or else there was like a like a handicap penalty point thing where for every extra person it would like have a modifier in your score so you couldn't you know get too high you know what i mean so sort of try to balance it out so i don't know each each person brought like a unique little skill set of knowledge and it was pretty great uh so we might have found something to to do every month or two just to kind of have something you know an excuse to go out and enjoy each other's company and also like pwn some noobs so it's pretty <laughs> pretty hilarious i can uh, attest to that because it was all the talk when i was there at wes's house <laughs> And like, and how somebody pulled like tuberculosis, Tom, or something like that. Typhoid Mary, yeah. Typhoid Mary, that's what it was. <laughs> tuberculosis. That Tom. was like a disease <laughs> in your name. <laughs> yeah, typhoid Mary. So yeah, all right, I'm re- I'm ready for this. I'm ready to completely embarrass myself. So like I say, it's not super organized. So I don't have like a whole I'm list, but yeah, we'll we'll no, do a little sorry. bit of this. We'll maybe have a little discussion after each one. Maybe if it prompts some interesting uh thoughts for each one that'd be cool i'm all for it and uh yeah let's do it so let's see all right uh can you name this is some star some star wars trivia we'll start out with something pretty basic uh what is emperor palpatine's first name lucutius no it's like it's like (laughs) it's s-h-i-v like shiv I'll count that. Yeah. It's not spelled right, but it's, yeah. S-H-E-E-V. Oh, okay. Sheev. Yes. Very good. Uh, can you tell me who physically played him in episode five originally? Emperor Palpatine in episode five. That was the first appearance of the Emperor. And I think it was a different actor than Ian McDiarmid, who does it now. I don't know the actor's name. Yeah, I thought he always did it. No, it he was, was just else. really. Young I thought at the so time. too until somewhat and now recently. Now he was like old enough to get, like pull it off. No, I, I, I knew it was I somebody else first, somebody but else. I can't picture the person. Mark Hamill. Nope. No. Marjorie Eaton. It was a woman. That's right. I, I wouldn't have known the name still, but I, I really? did know it was a woman. Yep. And they digitally scrubbed it after the fact, so her, she was basically erased when he went back and did the edits and stuff. Like after oh, the he, fact, when he did the, the special the, editions, those special, special editions, editions. I, be- I believe he went back and and replaced some stuff, so you couldn't really see her face that well in some of the shots. Yeah, because so like <laughs> I I remember as a kid seeing uh, Palpatine in Episode Five and thinking he looked like a Muppet, and the reason why I thought of that because I don't know what they did for the eyes. Oh yeah, it was super but, weird. Like, the like the slit eyes reminded me of the hands, uh, the hands in the labyrinth when she falls down the well of hands, and all of the hands make the the faces like which way do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And there were there was one of the faces that had these these finger eyes that looked exactly like Palpatine's eyes in Episode Five. I guess in the the OG Episode Five, not the you know special edition, but it I, it always reminded me of a Muppet. The longest time, always reminded me of a Muppet. Uh, can you name any other actors that uh, played Palpatine in any other Star Wars um, media? No. Oh man, this is like geek on a whole different level. That 
Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of a deep dive on one character, then I'll move on. I just find this kind of interesting. Some of these I didn't realize myself. But uh, I'm trying to think of names. Because, like, the, the voices in Clone Wars mm-hmm. and Rebels is different. Mm-hmm. Like, I can think of his... I can't think of his name. So, no. I'm going to say no. So, Sam Witwer was... Uh, one of the ones I'm thinking of. He was in the Clone Wars film and also the TV series for the first six seasons. So he's a, an actor. He also was the uh, main actor in uh, Force Unleashed mo- uh, video games. So they used his physical lightness in the game and also he voiced it. Strangely enough, in seasons five and six, Tim Curry was Palpatine, which is interesting. Whoa. Really? Of Clone Wars. Yeah. I didn't know that. I wonder if that's like the last work he has done because... I thought he was, like, completely retired. Yeah, kind of strange, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. I did huh. not know that. That performance must have had a certain flavor to it. Oh, yeah, definitely. What uh, What was the original name? Was the original, What was the, Luke's? What was Luke's original last name? And why was it changed? Starkiller. Starkiller. That's part one. Why was it changed? Yep. It wasn't the, the violence factor, was it, for... Making him a hero, but calling having killer in the name. You're very close. You're you're very close. Uh, I'm gonna guess that during that time, there was a high-profile like murder that Go happened. On. That happened to also be dubbed the Star Killer because they killed somebody famous, and so they had to change the name to something not Star Killer to disassociate with some real murder that was going on at the time. Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. The The famous one is Charles Manson murder. He was murdering people at the time, and he killed a, uh actress by the name of Shannon, Sharon Tate. And so that was literally a star killer, and so it had a negative connotation for the name, and they changed it. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, what? Let's see. Hmm. No. No. <laughs> no. One second. That's all right. We're here for you. All right. We're switching over to Star Trek. All right. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> the first interracial kiss on television. Yep. Are you guys uh-huh. familiar with, with this occurrence? Yep. What characters were in the original script that were supposed to kiss? And it was changed. Was it Spock and Uhura? It was Spock and Uhura, yes. Very good. What color was Spock's skin supposed to be originally? Green. Nope. Purple. His skin was originally supposed to be red, but when they actually did the tests, the the film the, the film tests, he appeared as a black faced on the original. Yeah. Yeah. And so they uh, they made a switch to yellow, which ended up coming off as a little bit green tinged in the actual show. Mm. Just after the you know processing and whatnot. So that's how it has the original color, which I thought that was kind of interesting. Interesting. Huh. What person is the only person so far to play themselves in a Star Trek media on television or a movie? Leonard Nimoy, right? To Did play, he play themselves. He, he played Leonard Nimoy in Star Trek? <laughs> Leonard Nimoy played Leonard Nimoy. No, in like any iteration of Star Trek, right? 
that I'm aware of, yes, this is a specific occurrence that I think is the only time it's happened. Like a, a real life person went by their own name. I'm trying. Okay. Can you can you give a hint of what franchise? At least one of the fran like the next iter- generation. Okay. Was it in one of the uh, the holodeck? Yes. They probably weren't an athlete. All I can think of is Mark Twain. <laughs> Because that episode was awesome. Um, but but who who's a, who's alive that would have appeared? Because mm-hmm. they did they Sci- did a lot of like mob Sci- and mafia scientist? ones. You're, yes. Yes to who? Me or Donovan? Uh, scientist. So I'll I'll slowly drip in clues and you can guess. Well, there's only so two in this scientists. Good. So you can answer if you just think it is. I mean, there's well, only two scientists I think that would appear as themselves. Actually, maybe three. Mm-hmm. But it's either Neil deGrasse, but I don't think he was even known at the time of, of that. No. So either Carl Sagan or Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was an episode where Data, Albert Einstein, Sir Isaac Newton, and Stephen Hawking are playing poker together. Oh. Yep. Oh, Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> the things you remember. What actor was unable to do the Vulcan salute, so they actually had to glue his fingers together to pull off the uh Was that the actually um, Kirk? Nope. Oh. Was it Leonard Nimoy? No. No, it was He created it, so I would hope he'd be so, able to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's like the, you, you see videos of, like, conventions and, like, stories from, you know, from the series scotty nope nope wasn't scotty wasn't Leonard Nimoy. wasn't kirk who else would have like given this vulcan salute on a regular basis that they would have had yeah they actually use skin protective super glue like these in hospitals to stick his fingers together for a more reliable you know for all the scenes you said you said his so that should eliminate her uh... mccoy nope wasn't mccoy who's that bones well it's it's an actor playing a character not so not when you character. say bones there could be multiple actors that play bones well i'm not talking about like carl urban like okay. i'm talking like og mccoy um hmm hmm i can give it to you you guys are just guessing I'm, random stuff yeah now we're now we're just telling zachary like, quinto who played spock in the newer movies it's funny he, yeah. I, I was so yeah. i was so dead set on thinking about the original series <laughs> i know yeah. so was i yeah <laughs> It's kind of funny, like that. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I have to kind of do it like this, this way. I can only do it with my my left hand reliably. My right hand. I can do little, it like this. It does but it? Then... It's a little bit of a struggle. Really, interesting. Uh, what person created the Klingon language originally? Richard Gygax. He actually like went down and started breaking out the like the phone the phonemes and the sounds and yeah. the words and all that stuff. He didn't develop it entirely, but he was the first person to to create it. Wasn't it Gene Roddenberry? Nope. Will Wheaton. (laughs) Predates him. Well, yeah, because the Klingon language actually started in the original series. Yep. But, like, actually breaking it down into the phonemes and... I think it happened. He made it... Yep. It started fairly early on, I think. It wouldn't have been Shatner. It wouldn't have been Nimoy, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. What, yeah. What was it? What was it? What are the actors? What are the actors? What do you mean? No. Was it? Was it one of the actors that actually? Yeah. Did it? it was actually. Yeah. Okay. 
I didn't know this going into this, so it's not like I'm all high and mighty on a lot of these. Some of these are just interesting things I didn't actually know either. I'm trying to think who out of all of them would be the the more linguistically inclined. Um... So I'll, I'll quote um, saying that they looked at the original Star Trek motion picture because that's the first time Klingon was actually spoken. And then there were about half a dozen lines in Klingon with, subtitle, with subtitles and they wrote down the lines the best they could and made a sound, the list of sounds uh, with the words to figure out what legitimate syllables were to create it. We, uh, Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> strangely, no. It was uh, it was Scotty, James Duhan. Strangely enough. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. That's who I wouldn't have picked. No. Yeah, that's, who I, that's who I wouldn't have picked either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For, for those keeping score at home, you're doing a better job than me because I'm not keeping score. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> How many of these would you have gotten? I'm I'm terribly curious. I did know the the um the Zachary Quinto one and the the red faced Spock. Mm-hmm. I did hear that because I was like kind of like oh that's that's a I dodged a bullet on that one. Yep. Um, I recently learned the thing about uh, Marjorie Eaton being Palpatine playing his, his physical body. Um, so I knew about maybe half of them. The, Sheev, I didn't remember his name was Sheev Palpatine. So that one I remembered and knew. <laughs> Let's see. I'll let you guys choose the next category if you wish. Would you like to do Marvel's Avengers, Looney Tunes, or let's say uh, Disney Renaissance trivia? Let's do Looney Tunes. I don't think we've talked about Looney Tunes much on the show. All right. Good. 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 Let's rely on my cell phone to not. Spaz out on me here. <laughs> right, this is how we do it. All right, so I, I might have chosen too difficult. Yeah, these are these are difficult. All okay. right, my answer: Mel Brooks. <laughs> but they have different categorizations of difficulty, and I just chose diff- hard. Uh, and that they're they're too hard. I don't think you guys would get this. Um, let's out of see. morbid curiosity, just ask ask one. All right. Um, what WB spokesman first appeared in one froggy evening? The singing toad. His name is Michigan oh, J Frog. Is... That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. What is the name of the Looney Tunes theme song? Um. <laughs> what is the name of the theme song? I thought I could have swore they mentioned it, like Roger Rabbit. Oh no, maybe not. Hold on. No, I'm coming up blank. I thought Bob Hoskins Thanks. sang a version of it. In the movie, and I don't know if I had a name. It was called the Merry-Go-Round Broke Down. I've heard that. Okay. Didn't know. Yeah, because did they do that? Yeah, yeah. they did that. Dun, 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 Yeah, and he and he, he put he, he comes put, up with the lyrics. Yeah, lyrics to yeah. it. Yeah. To make the weasels laugh, laugh. at the yep. end, so that he could like kill them. Yep. You got it. As the yeah. Many of the Looney Tunes characters appeared as teachers and mentors in what series? Teachers and mentors. Animaniacs. Besides Tiny Toons? Tiny Toons. That's right. Tiny Toons? Okay. Yep. What is the name of Speedy Gonzalez's lethargic cousin? Oh, gosh. Oh. Some of these the, are deep. I don't remember the name, but yeah. I think I have in my class. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Like, I can picture, wait, I can wait, picture it's, all it's, of it's, these no, characters. No, it's, uh, it's Miguel, isn't it? No. Oh, damn it. It's, uh... I can picture him. Yeah. It's, yeah, right? me too. Yeah. Not Jose. It's going to be something basic because of... <laughs> what is it? 
right. It's Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, you have Speedy and then Slowpoke. Okay. Right. Do you know which uh, short pits Daffy Duck against his animator? Oh, yeah. The that's uh, the name of the episode is... Well, yeah, it's where he gets erased, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a screwball flag. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know the name Ghost of it. Ghost Space. Uh, it's I not think... Daffy Duck in Space, is it? It's No. Nope. No, I think Duck is in the title, though. It is. Uh, uh... Angry Duck, Mad Duck. I'm not going to get it. Duck Amuck. Duck Amuck. Duck Amuck. All right, you guys are pretty good on that. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to do Disney trivia? That's almost like too easy for Donovan, though. I might have to skip that one. You never know. Disney Renaissance. It'd be fun anyways. 1980s generic, Lord of the Rings, or... 80s generic. (laughs) Disney. I don't think I'd do good on that one. Let's do Disney, and then we'll do something else. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you do you think you're an intermediate knowledge of Disney uh, or hard knowledge? Is I would that... say ask one question the hard, and if All right. we just, we'll just keep really don't it. get it, yeah. then we'll go to intermediate. I want to see which ones I can steal from Donovan. These are not hard. What is this? <laughs> I've known the first three of these already. Ugh. Okay. That you're not going to ask us? What, okay, what? I'll ask it to you. Sure, let's just go. What actor provided the voice of Scar? Jeremy Irons. Boom. Eva Gabor's final film appearance was in what film? I want to say Oliver Company. That's not right. Uh, Rescuers. Aristocats. No. Close. Uh, Who's close? Muir Donovan. Rescuers Down Under, darling. Who voiced Iago in Aladdin? Gilbert Gottfried. Correct. What character gave us impersonations of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ed genie, Sullivan, and the genie? Correct. Yeah. So these are these are considered hard. It's not hard. Oh, okay. Hard if you're under thirty. What does Simba mean in Swahili? Lion. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh, interesting. So this is uh. Okay. Um. This this list is needs to be updated because this is asking. What Star Trek alum lent their voice to the movie Mulan? George Takei. That's correct. What was there was a more recent Mulan? Yes. Mm-hmm. That, and that was what actress? Michelle Yeoh. Yep, and she was also in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So that could be a bonus answer for that one. Yeah, I was. All, I had no idea about those. What are the names of the Ursula's hench eels? Flotsam and Jetsam. Man, I thought Donovan was going to take this category, but it was... <laughs> no, no, like, I'm... Yeah. yeah we do this yeah. together, right? Yeah. So if those were hard, what possibly could have been easy? Or intermediate, rather. I don't even know why I know the answers to so many of those. <laughs> Must be all the behind the scenes. Because you're more of a Disney rune than you realize <sighs> or you admit to? Well, I, mean, I worked for the company. I had to... I had... Part of when I got hired... We had to memorize the seven dwarves. We had tests. We had, we actually had things that we were required to memorize. So I guess maybe that's the start of it. So I clicked on intermediate and difficult, and they're both the same list. So that's bogus. All right. We'll switch to Pixar then. All right. That's almost the same thing. Maybe. I think this one might be tougher, but yeah. Yeah, this is, this is tougher. In Up, what is the name of the airship? Charles Muntz's airship. Oh, the 
Dick what is the name of the airship? <laughs> You'll say it on the Oh, that's right. The. Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. The Spirit of Adventure. Because that is... was the whole intro. <laughs> yes. The Spirit yep. of Adventure! What is Wally short for? Wallace? Ooh, these are harder. These are hard, yeah. Um, I feel like I should do this one, though. It's not an acronym, is it? It is. Yeah. Uh, waste, waste and. We do we get the waste part you right? Got waste right, yeah. The yeah. second let the second word you'll I don't think you'll guess this. Waste arrest. Waste. No. no. Uh, automated. No. Articulated. No. Animatronic. Automaton. <laughs> no. Uh. Acrobat. Um. It, it's, it's something allocation. related. Huh? Allocation? Waste. Allocation. Yeah. Landfill something. <laughs> it stands for Waste Allocation Load Lifter Earth Class. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to switch gears there. Astronomy, Zelda, or Harry Potter? Astronomy, I'm at a loss. Zelda, I might as well... Uh, <laughs> Give it to Donovan. Give it to Donovan. I think Harry Potter might be the only even ground for us. Yeah, let's do Harry Potter. It would be fun to do Zelda between me and you, Wes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you would kick my butt. You never know. Yeah. You might surprise yourself. What was the password might... to the Slytherin common room? <laughs> oh, jeez. So that would have been... That was only in the books, the... too. That would have been in the Prisoner of Azkaban where they take the Polyjuice Potion. No, not Half-Blood Prince. Where they take the Polyjuice Potion to go into the Slytherin common room to talk to Draco to see if he knew he knows. Oh, no, that wasn't Half-Blood Prince. That was uh, Chamber of Secrets, right? So Chamber of Secrets, they take the Polyjuice Potion to go find out from Draco if he knows who opened the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> I can tell you everything around it. I can't. I can't tell you what the what the code word for Slytherin's common room was. Hmm. Would you know the answer to this, Wes? No, I I do not know anything about Harry Potter. No. Oh, okay. I don't know. I forgot. No. Enlightenment. Uh, any any guess? I don't even have a guess. Um, because I think it was only in the books, and I don't recall that detail. Pure blood. That would have made sense for the. That shouldn't be surprised. Secrets, yeah. Yeah. At a certain point, of course, because they used to change the passwords. What else you got? How do you hatch a basilisk? Basilisk. Very carefully. <laughs> I don't remember that even ever being talked about. You I can't. Hatch. I can't say where these came from. No, no, I just, don't give is any that like some unstated lore from from something else. I don't know. I can yeah. ditch these if you think they're bogus. I don't know. No, I no. I think it's interesting because I mean, there's a lot of lore that's been created outside of the the movie and in, in, uh, in books. Flushing out the world. Um, I'm going to assume it's in the carcass of something else because it's a... Ashes of a phoenix. I don't, I don't know. Apparently you hatch a chicken egg under a toad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you can Google that <laughs> if you want to val- oh, yeah. validate it. Let's see if it's true. Yeah. There's probably somebody out there listening to this screaming. It's like, oh, no, that's <laughs> a chicken egg. They're like trying not to like that's not even, the exit and they just totally That's not even close it. to like, what I would have thought it would have happened. It's a chicken egg, you dumbass. <laughs> chicken egg Everybody knows toad. this. Mm-hmm. 
And I thought it was pretty good at this trivia. Nope. What language does Harry unknowingly speak? Parcel tongue. Parcel tongue, yeah. Yep. What does Dobby wear when Harry first meets him? Old rags. Are you looking for a specific article of clothing? Yeah. Well, to call it clothing is a stretch. Yeah. Like half of a shirt, right? Because he can't have clothing, right? Not really. Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah. Kind of. A tea a towel. Bag. Tea towel. Uh, it's, it's old. It's, it, it's old laundry. I don't care what they call it. It's a rag. I have right. a tea towel, actually. I'm gonna switch. I only switch, have uh, categories here: Scooby Doo trivia, science fiction television trivia, or DC Comics villains trivia. I would say sci-fi television. That's right. Yeah. How are we doing so far? Uh, Digging it. Board. Yeah, I think we got like you know, like guys maybe like this last round. I think geeking out. All right, let's do it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Don't know that. Never heard of that. Nope. Uh, what 1985 series featured a man who could shrink, and a telekinetic Courtney Cox? The incredible, the incredible shrinking man. Nope. A telekinetic Courtney Cox. A shrinking man. It was a series called Misfits of Science. Oh, not, what? Never even heard of it. Nope. Never, yeah, never heard of it. These are these are the hard categories. So, yeah, I think these are uh, these are pretty hard. Um, I never heard of any of these like questions or answers. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard of them, man, there's no hope for the rest of us. <laughs> what reptilian race inhabited the land of the lost? Gygaxes. <laughs> no, it was the. Crap! The, when I say uh, you're gonna be like, oh yeah. Are we are we talking are we talking like OG or are we talking Will Ferrell? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I think they're, they're, I think they're, they're also the called thing. the same thing. They're named yeah. the same thing. Are they? Uh huh. I can't remember the name from the movie or, or the. Leonard Nimoy played the voice of. Uh, <laughs> did you ever Keep see my warning? Did you ever see the old show? It was kind of creepy. Yeah. In a way. Really? Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to say it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. I, I just can't recall it. Slee stack. Slee sl- yeah. Slee that's stack. what it was. Yes, the slee stack. The crystals. Well, we're getting close to answering some of these. <laughs> this is the easy one. Which 1999 show was produced in collaboration with the Jim Henson Workshop? Which 1999 show? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. 1999. This is t- sci-fi television, right? The category? I would not count, count. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Was it? Uh, For a second, I was thinking I was in fantasy, but no. Was it sci-fi. using live-action puppets? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alf was in the eighties. That so would it would have been Alf. No, it wouldn't have been Alf. Mystery Science Theater. I thought I would have thought uh, you would have got this, um, Diamond. For that. No. Okay. So nineteen ninety nine. What happened in nineteen ninety nine? I can't think of any shows in ninety nine that were that were like that. TV show. Science, give us give us a hint. Power. I've tried to get into it, and I, I, as a Henson fan, I am like, eh, I can't like give it enough. Like the live action turtles, to, to I think I think had some help. Power Rangers, no. It was a TV show. I know. It just yeah. Was it for kids? Um, it's set in space. Pigs in space. <laughs> was it was it's it made for kids? Not specifically, no. I don't think so. 1999. Wasn't Babylon 5, was it? Galaxy no, Quest you're, you're kind of in the right category, though. 
uh, Star. What, nope. what was the other one? Uh, uh, you can phone a friend in the audience if people are answering. Uh, uh, 19, okay, 1999, based in space, that wasn't Babylon 5. That, man. I Wasn't there another weird space sci-fi? Yes. They had like a lot of really weird looking prosthetic creatures. Yep. Farscape. 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 I'd never oh, seen it. Of course. Yes. Farscape. Totally forgot about it. <laughs> Which show starred Roy Schneider? Scheider. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Which show? Sequest. Created... There you go. I can't even get the whole thing out. There you go. <laughs> I can't even read. So you're good. Four words in, he already knows the answer. Yep. I hated that finale so bad. Oh my gosh. I barely remember I the show. Loved, loved that show. Hated the finale. <clears throat> Made me so mad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sequest DSV. SVU. Back to the future. All right. Last last category. Last category. Let's right. do it. Do we have a fighting chance? <laughs> we we haven't done very well so far. What 2015 movie was advertised? As this time, it's really, really personal. Come on, man. Uh, really personal. Um, give us a hint. Category: Jurassic Park Three. Uh, there's a sequence where a hologram pops out and almost bites Marty McFly, where he's scared to death, but he doesn't realize it's a hologram until it disappears. Are you talking about Back to the Future Two? Yeah, that was in 2015. It was supposed nope. to be set in 2015. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> Nicely played. What's the answer, Are you then? talking about the movie? It was Jaws, wasn't it? it? It is a Jaws. Yeah. Jaws 4. Nope. Jaws 19. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're going to riff on Spielberg for that. I <laughs> Here I was trying to think of like all the movies that came out in 2015. Where yeah, I was trying to do that first. This I'm like, how is really that Back to the Future related? I know. In alternate well, 1985, what Clint Eastwood movie is Biff watching? Oh, man. I know the sequence. is it, It's not the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's, uh... It's... it's um, no, it's not. No. Yeah, because he was, he was watching it on the TV. Marty comes up and he gets all flustered. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. A fistful of dollars. Okay. So, what is the name of George McFly's book? Seems like you should know this one. I, I strange. Know. <laughs> strange something. Strange tales. Strange this is in the hard category, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So I can see the bad. book cover in my mind. I can see the font. I can see five the picture. Wor- five words. Can't see the title. Um. My. Is the first one my? No. Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. A match made in space. Did you just look it up? <laughs> it looks like you are clicking and you're looking off camera. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I didn't know it. <laughs> if equipped, this is this is an impossible answer. I don't know how anyone would know this already. But it's kind of interesting. If equipped with a time odometer to measure its passage through time, how many years would the DeLorean have covered? Is this a all the movies in in the movies or just? I don't know. That's why I'm questioning. If you did math just, outside of I your head, I think they just do the math of it, like going. 
You're not going to get this on the top of your head. There's 739 no way. years. I'm just throwing it out there. 210. You guess. We'll see who gets closer. It's almost dead in the middle between those two. I said 210. And Donovan, what'd you say? 739. So it's like 400 or 370, 380? 575 years. Huh. Interesting tidbit. Uh, I'm, of I'm missing a couple of jumps. Oh, you know what? I didn't account for going back to the 1800s. Mm-hmm. You forgot. also got to also got to count for the dog traveling forward too at the beginning. Oh crap! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But but you know what? That's a that's a great trivia point. It is a great trivia because question. Because yeah, it would actually trivia. be the case. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, uh, on on that point, I have to ask this. I have seen snippets of Back to the Future Four supposed trailer is that is that real bs so they're really making it back to the no, future no they're not no they they've yeah. actually pulled things from the uh the ride that used to be universal mm-hmm. and some people are saying oh yeah that's essentially back to the future four yeah. it's really not the case robert zemeckis and bob hale who are the creators they literally said over our dead bodies yep so you'll have to wait for them to die for them to lose the rights to it because they're the ones that can stop anyone from doing it and they said no. Okay. That's their stance since the third one came out. I just keep seeing, like I said, little yeah. snippets of things on social media. Like, it's happening! It's happening! It's like, wait, what? And if, if any really big fans of Back to the Future are, are listening, I think the best extension of the story is actually the uh, the video game that they came out with. It does t- a good job. Telltale, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some really cool integration and stuff there. What rock star made a cameo? Oh, in that's the second uh, and third film. If you can give him his character name, that'll be bonus points. Well, it's the guy. It's uh, Huey Lewis. Nope. Well, he was in the first one. He was in the first one. I said specifically the second and third one. You were correct about the first one. He, he made a cameo as a teacher in the first one. Huey Lewis did. This other one was... Um, his character was Needles. Oh, it's Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's correct. What rock band made a cameo in 1885 as the band during the clock starting ceremony? ZZ Top. That's correct. Hmm. Mm. Which actor fi- uh, sued the filmmakers for using his likeness without permission? Oh, that is George McFly. Um, the hell is his name? It's escaping me. Crispin Glover. Joel McHale. Crispin Glover. Correct. Yep. And finally, what are the names of Doc and Clara's children? Jules and Vern. Good job. That's all I got for you guys. Ah, Sean for the win. <laughs> those are those are the easy ones, though, in a, in a lot of ways. I went to the intermediate questions after. Yeah, my brain was starting to hurt. Set. And I, I did five hundred seventy-five years after. Yeah, that was the last one on the hard one. I'm like, no one's yeah. gonna ever get that. I, I didn't want to have to keep cheating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I only cheated with the, the book one, by the way. I couldn't type fast enough for the other ones. <laughs> Your microphone's too good. I hear the little clickety-clack. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> have to edit that out sometimes. <laughs> so what are you guys thinking out about? Uh, the new Zelda footage? I haven't had a chance yep. to see it yet. Okay. I won't go into it then. No, go for it. I'm, I'm not the, the huge Donovan? fan. Donovan? I was trying to steal that from you because I thought you would say it. Oh, we can both talk about it. Um, I do. So I have to ask this question because yeah. I, I posted, I sent this out into the ether. 
has seeing actual gameplay footage changed your thoughts about what about Tears of the Kingdom? Here's what I found. Oh, sorry. Why? why no. Siri yeah. doesn't think so. Yeah. Um, She's already done talking to us. Are you are you underimpressed from seeing it? I do, I don't know. You thought so it was gonna be too different. The mechanic of binding seems cool. Well, let's let's break it down for Sean. He hasn't seen it, and those that aren't aware of it. Yeah. So um, it wasn't. There's a new power called was, Fuse. Yeah, Fuse. That allows you to fuse two things, literally anything, together. A stick and a boulder, an eyeball and an arrow, a pitchfork and a leaf. Like, it, basically any element from the game, you can fuse together. Which kind of makes sense, because in the, in the first game, there are all these things you can collect. You can collect bones and eyes and all this. And Hundreds so all of different of the, things. Yeah, hundreds of different things. So all of the elements were there for like a crafting ability that was never a part of the game. Like you could cook, like you can gather food elements and you can like cook and make different dishes and stuff like that. But they had, I mean, just hundreds like gears, sporks, spindles, like just all kinds of stuff. And so you would think that that would lend to it, lend itself to like being able to craft within the game, but it, it never was. Well. That ability now is part of Tears of the Kingdom to fuse two items together. Yeah, so for instance, if you approach a river and you have no way to cross it, in the video they show like three downed trees that you can grab the pieces to and, and kind of attach them together and make like a, like a little raft out of them. And then there are these other uh, fans that just happen to be laying there that you can activate that they take the fan pieces and attach them to the back and it's sort of like a, an airship or like a, one of those fan, what do you call them? The fan scooter craft things like in the Everglades basically. And it yeah. just like propels you across the water. And then they show you taking those same fans and you find two more of them and you put them on the corners of this platform and you can rotate them instead of just attaching them in a predefined way. You can submit them around so they faced down and you actually make like a, a vector kind of controlling airship kind of, quadcopter thing that you can fly on so it sounds like there's a fair bit of like actual crafting crafting yeah you know when you fuse the things together does it create a new item or does it simply just stick them together it, it kind of like glues them together and there's like this little magic like glue colored like, oh, okay. like hot glue between them okay that's like holding them together Got and it. then for some items i think they're gonna have some items that are just like physical attachments like you know a piece of wood to a piece of wood it's still like a bigger piece of wood but then if you have stuff in your inventory, you can attach that to other things in your inventory or things outside of your inventory, like things in the environment. As Donovan was alluding to, they show a bird that you're trying to shoot with a bow, an arrow, and he can't quite hit him because he's like hard to lead or whatever. So you have an eyeball from this other creature that you've collected, and you take the eyeball and slap it on the arrow. Then it's a heat-seeking arrow, and it like tracks the target and hits them. It's it's pretty nuts. Could you imagine um, the programming, the logic you have to attach to each the each of these things yeah. to for abilities? Wow. Oh yeah, the testing for this. I'm not envious of the crap that they had to go through. I, I'm wondering if this is going to be one of the first games that's already using AI to to do some of the that's the. <laughs> I mean, it's like thousands of combinations. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, they even showed like having a mushroom, and you take a mushroom and attach to a shield, and then you block an attack and it makes like a spore cloud explosion and it like it's like a smoke screen basically then you can sneak around the enemy and stab him when before he was like right in front of you 
And like you, like it's just gonna be so crazy. Put like meat on an arrow. Like, what does a meat arrow do? What does a fish arrow do? Does that make like a torpedo in the water? Like I have all <laughs> these questions. You know, like half just the game just own arm like, arrow that stuff. Oh yeah, it's gonna yeah. be great. Have you pre-ordered it? Yes, I had to pre-order two copies. Yes, and the amiibo. Yeah, yeah. So um, right when they right when they announced not right when they announced right when they released the gameplay footage. They also announced a uh, uh, Legend of Tears of the Kingdom edition OLED, um, and so I called Switch. I called GameStop. Yeah, Switch, and so I called GameStop right when, like literally right after watching the video, right after it got released, um, and I'm like, hey, are you doing pre-orders on these OLEDs? They're like, yes, they only allowed us to to sell six. And five had already been pre-ordered. Wow! In the like the 13 minutes that the video had been out, and so I got the sixth one. And was so you're one of the to... people that have like just so much disposable income, you can just buy a replacement console just because it looks different, huh? <laughs> no, this is I hide money like uh-huh. in various places around the house. <laughs> so when opportunities like this get up, I can like go and scrounge my like quarters from the mattress. Yeah, little. Like there's money up in there in that you know the Muppet Theater, uh, so when opportunities like this come out, I could be like, oh, all right, so I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the OLED, I'm gonna get the Amiibo, I'm gonna get the game. I c- I could not uh, talk myself into getting the collector's edition. I was like, yeah, I just. Mm-mm. What are you thinking yeah. out about, Sean? <laughs> we can go on for hours, so and so. I know. So I have I have two that I'll I'll mention. Um, one is for a, a trailer for a movie called Asteroid City. It's a new Wes Anderson movie coming out. And I'm kind of hit or miss the Wes Anderson sometimes. Um, some I like, some I don't like. But there's something about the style of it, the cast of characters, and the content that makes it seem like it might be fun to watch. And it's different. You know, I'm I'm really looking for a lot more variety for things I that I see in the theater instead of just superhero, Marvel, DC, whatever it is. And it might be a fun date night movie with uh, my wife. So when it comes out, which I don't remember when it comes out. I don't think it comes out till fall, maybe. I'm curious. What are your hits for Wes Anderson? What are your misses? So I like Moonrise Kingdom. I thought the Grand Budapest Hotel was pretty good. Not great, mm-hmm. but I mean, I enjoyed it. I hated The Life Aquatic and didn't care for the one with the brothers with Owen Wilson and, and Luke Wilson. I forgot the name. They were on a train. Oh, the or Darjeeling Express? Yeah. just It didn't quite hit with me. And I don't remember any other Wes Anderson films off the top of my head. French Dispatch. Uh, don't, don't remember it. Park, no? it. It's hit and miss with me. I mean, I. Rushmore. I, which one? Rushmore. I don't think I saw Rushmore. That was that I think was his first with Bill it, Murray and it sound I think it was um, the I appreciate what he's trying to do just it sometimes it's kind of lost on me that's all uh, Isle this, of Dogs that was another one I I you know what I hear really great things about it but I have not sat down and watched it yet I do want to see that one um, the other thing I'm geeking out about is I finally got around to watching the animated movie of Injustice that's on a HBO Max. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, I know it deviates from the comics, like the original story. It's even different than the game. Um, but I liked it. I, Is it new? It's newer. Um, I think it, it's probably been out for maybe a year. 
Um, I think definitely not for the kids. It is rated R. It is very violent. Um, and of course language, but I think the violence and the blood and, and stuff is, is really the, the kicker there. Um, it, it's still baffling to me how DC can make these amazing animated movies. They have decent dialogue. I mean, it's still animated, so it's, you know, but, but it fits. I don't really think it felt hokey um, for the most part. And I probably enjoyed that. I think it's like 80 minutes or something. It, it's not really long. More than the last couple, any superhero movie that I've seen. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, feels like a condensed version of what could have been a, a longer story. But the cast of characters that they chose, the um, just almost everything. It was really good. I recommend it. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, in an attempt to try and be uh, more focused and productive, like I've talked about my goal being uh, focused for the year, I found an app uh, that's like a to-do list, but it's kind of a, uh, a geeky version of a to-do list where there's a little bit of, there's some like RPG elements into it. And so every time you check something off of your to-do list, you gain experience and you can earn coins to buy, you know, to buy armor and eggs to hatch, you know, animal characters to go with you. Uh, it's called Habitica. Uh, and it's pretty cool. Uh, I've been enjoying it because it it makes me conscious of the the goals that I set for every day. And it's like, OK, I want to make sure that I get at least one shot of progress on a project that I'm working on, you know, get all of my stuff done for work. I want to, you know, do max out on push-ups in the morning when I wake up and right before bed and all this other kind of stuff. And uh, I was I was very wary that it was going to be as effective as it has been. But it's been it's been pretty fun uh, to uh, to it's it's basically gamifying uh, habits. Uh, hmm. And it's, it is called Habitica. It's it's pretty cool. Speaking of pretty cool, our patrons over at patreon.com slash making geeks. They're awesome. They help us keep the show going with their financial contributions. I like to thank each and every one of them, uh, especially if we meet them sooner or later. That would be cool if we don't already know them. Most of them we do. Most of them are, are awesome friends of ours or uh, they've become awesome friends through our Discord channel and other things like our a Valheim server, Minecraft servers, and just it's it's been great getting to know them, uh, including our top patrons: Jordan, Nolan, Square Splinter, Clinton from C3D Prop Shop, and Matthew from How I Do It. And uh, if you haven't noticed by the title of this episode, uh, this is episode 297 of 300. We have three more episodes to go before the the end of the show. And so beyond this podcast, if you want to see all the stuff that we're working on, we're making, if you want to see lasers, geeky things, all the things, uh, come follow us on social media. So all the things that Sean is doing, you can follow him and follow him on Geek Builders, all the stuff that Wes is working on. You can follow him at Geek Smithing uh, and myself. You can follow it either Baba Makes or Once Upon a Workbench. And we like to thank everybody for hanging out in the live chat. It always makes it a lot more fun seeing the conversation going on while we record and especially during trivia nights when everybody's kind of like typing in and trying to uh, preempt the answers uh, for us there. <laughs> and if you'd like to be part of that fantastic group, although it's only for a couple more episodes, you can do so on YouTube on Thursday evenings, 930 uh, Eastern, 830 Central and 630 Pacific. And uh, you can also check out our website where even though we only have a couple episodes left, the website and the episodes will be there for you to listen to on makingeeks.com. And you can go ahead and check out the shop. 
and you know check out some of the merchandise that's going to be there it'll be kind of vintage in a very short while and you kind of go back and reminisce and uh, remember when you heard it first for all of our episodes right there on making geeks and you can hear all of our new episodes every saturday morning on your favorite podcast player of choice so from all of us to all of you have a great week see you guys see you next time